We good? We good. <laughs> we Gucci. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Vacant Wrestling Podcast. Home of your vacant wrestling. Ah, fuck it. Good news, bad news. Good news is, holy shit, he's cleared. He's goddamn cleared. I've been screaming this for a week. I'm cleared. He's fucking cleared. I'm cleared. Oh, I'm cleared. Plan is fucking cleared. We get what we want on SmackDown, and then we don't get what we want on Raw. Hi, Brock and Roman. Anyways, what's up? Welcome to VWP. It is your boy from the 416, Mr. Yusuf Rasht, joined here, as usual, by my boys, Tim. Hi. That guy, Tyler. Hey, everybody. And Colin. Yo. All right, so let's get down to business. Shall we? Yeah, let's talk about the biggest piece of news that we got today, actually. Arguably, if not the biggest uh, break, broken news of the, the year. Um, not broken as in uh, Matt Hardy broken, because he's woken now. Yikes. Broken as in disclosed to the public. Daniel Bryan has been officially cleared by WWE doctors to compete in the ring again. And tonight he gave a speech on SmackDown that literally had me holding back tears. It was seriously beautiful. And a great way to open SmackDown. And a great way... It was perfect timing, too, because they already had him slated to talk tonight. I don't know if they knew that that was what was going to happen, was him getting cleared. But, hey, it was a good timing. Um, He opened the show, and, uh, yeah. Um, Easily, probably... I already already said this before the podcast was rolling. um, Probably one of, like, the most watched episode of SmackDown so far this year. Simply because of that. Yeah, happy yeah. times. Happy times. Yeah. Happy times uh, I'm, I'm sad he didn't come out with a doctor's note. I'm sad they didn't keep it a secret. <laughs> I'm clear. Oh, that's. I feel, like, I feel like they. I feel like the reason they announced it this morning was to make sure that SmackDown got good views heading into Mania. But at the same time, like, could you imagine the pop had they kept it a secret until the opening of SmackDown, or not even the opening, like the ending of SmackDown? I I don't think they would have been able to keep that a secret. That's the only reason why. I agree. It's pretty yeah. it's, with, it's, with something as big as that, like WWE wants to create hype. They well, really yeah. do. Especially with hard. You know, it's it's hard to keep a secret these days for that company. Exactly. One hundred percent. What was the last thing they kept a secret? I want to say it was the Hardys' return. The Hardys. Yeah, the Hardys. Before yes. that, Rollins. Yeah. Before that, probably. No, Rollins, Rollins was predicted. Rollins returning, I don't think, was very predictable. Well, that's not what. Well, I feel so. well with Rollins. It was like fifty-fifty, but sure, yeah. Well, I thought he was going to come yeah. to pay-per-view before he came, so I was like, "All right, what do, if we if we close the show with Roman twice?" Just... Right. So, but uh, I yeah, mean, no, it was a. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say I was going to throw in the joke that they they closed like three WrestleManias with Roman, so why not close a couple pay-per-views in a row with him? You know. Almost three, but that's yeah. We'll get to him. We'll, we'll get, get there. to him. We'll fucking get there. <laughs> uh, cool good moment uh, uh, so I guess this is where I have to be my usual self and say I'm worried <laughs> no I'm, like, I'm with quite, you I'm, I'm with quite you. worried I'm, mm-hmm. I'm scared stiffless about this I don't know uh, to what extent he's cleared to compete like I don't know if I want to know I don't know if he's good I enough to know take a couple changed. bumps I don't know yeah. if he's good enough to wrestle like a five star classic like that kind of thing I don't know what to what I, degree like, is he Kurt Angle cleared, or is he, like, like AJ Styles cleared? He's probably in the middle of that, I'm going to say. Yeah. Can I just have my little rant on Daniel Bryan with this whole matter? Sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not sure how to feel about this whole Daniel Bryan situation, because 
I'm I'm very I'm very stuck and I'm sort of frustrated about it because here's my thing. When he was wrestling, he was it's arguably he was arguably the fucking man. Whether it's at Ring of Honor, PWG, or Japan, and then finally making big time on WWE, he was the fucking guy. And growing a bunch of organic support from the fans, which to note is still rare today in the WWE. That is like a feat on its own. It's so fucking great. But then, you know, concussion after concussion after concussion. And then it was this big moment when he retired. The last sort of moment where I felt like that was um, versus like this really big send off was, you know, it was similar, I thought, to Edge's retirement where it was sort of like really bad medical issue. And it was I thought at least at that time, I thought, which was he retired uh, February of 2016, I think. And it, I just thought it would be the the be the be all end all. He was officially sort of done from wrestling because, you know, too many concussions. Then he comes back. I want to say, was it five months later? Do you think it's five months later, guys? You mean like come back as like GM of, of SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like he retired in February or like something like that. Um, yeah. No, I think it was April actually, so it might have been four months because it was after WrestleMania after he won the Intercontinental title. But still, actually, no, it, it was 2015 that he retired. So it was like a year almost. 20, 2016 he retired, February 2016, and then he came back a few months later for the draft. Right. 2015 is when he dropped the title. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I meant the IC title, not the world title. But yeah. 20, yeah. 2015 is when he dropped the IC 2015. title. 2015. You're right. Oh, yeah, because he, re- he, he came back from injury to retire after like a year. Right. And then he and retired. Then he, and then no, no, 2016, February. he retired before Mania. Yeah. Before uh, anyway, yeah. My, yeah. Anyway, my point being, like, when he retired in uh, February, I thought that would just be, like, a be-all, end-all. He was, like, just because of medical reasons, he was done from wrestling. Then he comes back as the general manager, which I thought, "Eh," but it was still cool to have him not so much wrestling, but keep him as, like, a TV personality to keep the fans happy just to have to keep the fans happy to just to have him around. I thought that was a, a good idea. Now that he's he's cleared to be back in ring coming out of retirement, I'm just thinking uh I'm not sure because I mentioned this in the chat. WWE needs to be extra extra careful with him because <laughs> It's like that SpongeBob quote. He's born like now. He's got like glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> he he's got to be very careful. They do not want. They don't really want him to take a bump. It's like Edge. If he Tommy Dreamer was saying that, referring to Edge. If Daniel Bryan takes a bump, if he gets another concussion, he could become crippled, and his quality of life could worsen. And so WWE. I feel like is I I feel like WWE is forcing him to sort of just be be very cautious about wrestling again. 
So that's just my thing on the whole Daniel Bryan situation. And this is kind of where my thoughts played in. And I want. And now, now that I, now that we're here, and we've like, what, what do we do? Because I almost feel like we're stuck now with Brian. Because like I'm super worried about who, what he's, what he's going to do in the ring. Uh, that this, this means first off, no matches with Sheamus. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no matches no, no, no. with Shinsuke either. No matches with Sheamus. That's that's number one. I, I'm. I'm, the jury's not out on Shinsuke yet. I'm. I want to see if he. Well, it's like he, it's like you said earlier. No one's head yet. Look, yeah. Okay, so I said earlier in a group chat. Thank you, Tyler. Um, of course. Look, I find it great that Brian's back. It's nice. The whole the retirement ceremony that he had a couple of, or two years ago. It wasn't really like a goodbye. More than it was like a. Because it's fucking Daniel Bryan. You like people that know about him from the Indies is like this isn't his goodbye. This is I'll see you in like however long it takes me to fart, fight my way back, and he did, which was nice. So like a, see, uh, like a see you later, basically more or less. Impl- implication is it's a see you later. Um, he can work. I don't know how. Again, I don't know whether he's cleared like angle cleared or AJ cleared. But with that being said, I know they have to be like super careful with them with all the concussions and everything because they clearly don't want another you know who incident stevie richards um absolutely (laughs) but the problem is with professional wrestling much like with anything else in life um anything can happen and to quote one of my favorite movies of all time jurassic park and jeff goldblum life finds a way and you know injuries (laughs) can happen no seriously like it's funny i know I, i get that but like life will find a way and you can get injured like kenny omega is probably one of the safest workers out there. And even he'll get like an injury from a match. Like he'll work a safe match with anybody and someone's going to get hurt just because of like one little misstep. And as much as they're trying to take care of Daniel and make sure that he's like actually in tip top shape, now that he's like legitimately cleared. Um, I don't want to say if something will happen, but like you just gotta be careful about that. And so with that being said, going to what Tyler was going to segue me into is I said earlier that he could totally have a match with Shinsuke Nakamura, but we don't need it. Brian Miz. Yes. Just to get that finally, you know, get some closure on that. The problem with Nakamura and Brian is what does Brian have a lot of head injuries? What does Nakamura like doing? Kicking people's heads. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. That also exactly. means you no know Daniel Bryan and Rusev. But I'm that going also to, means no Daniel Bryan Russo. But I'm that going also to means say this. no Daniel Bryan Brock. But I'm going to say this. This is wrestling. We are in a very dangerous business here. We're talking a very dangerous business. You are. I'm, I understand that everyone's scared of what Daniel Bryan's going to do. And if he hurts his head, then he's definitely done. But that doesn't mean if John Cena gets a head injury, for God knows what reason, when he from a tombstone, when he faces The Undertaker at Mania, if that's what they're going to do, who knows Brown. that one it doesn't matter we're not talking about it um <laughs> i'm just if, i know if if cena gets one wrong landing on a tombstone pile driver and injures his head or neck he could be done forever it's i understand that people are worried about daniel bryan doing this but we have to think that and i understand also that concussions are a very recurring injury but who what's to say that we shouldn't like that everyone else 
isn't almost just as susceptible to receiving that kind of injury. You know, you never know. Like Edge, the same deal. He never, he didn't right. know when his injury was coming, and like certain people, you just don't know when it's coming. Magnum TA, I hate to bring it up, he he yeah. he got into a debilitating car accident. We didn't know that was going to happen. It was ironic because we thought it would be an, a ring related injury. But he got in a car accident right. and almost and killed himself. Again, like, this is like I'm not saying that it's gonna just happen specifically to Brian either. It's like again, life finds a way. Look, look, the what we're trying to say is we're scared because of Brian's history. Look, we gotta right. remember the way Brian wrestles too, like diving, diving through ropes, diving off ropes. Yeah, we do have Brian to. Diving I think people. I think what also needs to be brought up to uh, is that. I'm assuming that Daniel Bryan is not going to wrestle the same way he did in 2014, 2015, etc. He's going to change. Uh, it's up. it's pretty obvious. He's going to be like, post injury. It will be much different. I think he'll be a much safer might, worker. I think he might go back to 2010, Bryan, where he was very technical. Yeah. Very on the map. Right. Very yeah. on the map. Because we saw, and let's segue into the night, uh, into tonight, uh, where he uh, he germ he Germaned Sammy, so. That's true. That was very interesting. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen him do like a, a German suplex like that. So, he's he's so done we, Germans, but he's never yeah. done one that clean. Right. That was a very so clean German. Yeah. Sammy sold it really clean too. Mm, also, we, I had I had one more thing, and I got you know I kept the other points kept getting brought up. Uh, what what do we do? Like because WWE now is at a point where it doesn't need Daniel Bryan in a ring. Sorry. Let's face the facts. Agreed. Here. Agreed. I totally yeah, agree with you. I think that three right, years, three, three. Let me finish, please. I'm I didn't sorry. know. No, I didn't know you were done. Go ahead. Or you weren't done. I, Go ahead. I got cut off on this point like three times. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, like three years ago, yeah, we did kind of need him in the ring, and we looked and we went, "Holy shit, here we go again." Now it's like we don't need him. Daniel Bryan we, isn't so, necessarily in the ring. So, so what what do we do? We can stick him into some of these matches that we kind of want him to have, but there's not really a need for him to hold a title. There's, like there's other storylines that are probably more important than his after he gets done this initial like start up again. And like like this, where do we go? I can understand. I can understand that because yeah, I I understand like where do we fit Brian into the equation? Because we already have enough. And in terms of yeah, with WWE like Raw and SmackDown, we already have enough star power currently there's we more than Brian enough at this point yeah would one of the like those big names who because at the time like he was being built up with the shield and all the and uh and aj hadn't come in yet but uh and yeah. aj now and uh bobby Roode, and we thought that th those would just be the names that we would associate with but he's just not in there so so, so here's my thing i have three different stories that i think need to happen Okay. First of which is what have, what they've been building towards for months now, not knowing that he was yes. going to be able to be cleared to wrestle, but he is, so fuck it. Let's do it. A tag team match at WrestleMania against KO and Sammy with Shane McMahon, and it, it concludes their story of the constant dissension and the constant disagreements with the final match being they finally come together as one unit and become like on the same page again to beat KO and Sammy, and I'm assuming maybe send them over to Raw after the match. Um, the sure. other one, the other one, which will be they around SummerSlam, right? The other one around SummerSlam time, uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Miz gets drafted back over to SmackDown. <sighs> we play the storyline up, 
the story has been built up so much it can't not happen now that daniel bryan's in the ring again i'm sorry like i i'm sure you don't want it tim based on the sound of your voice but it Wait, has no, to happen no i'm i'm so excited for that oh, okay okay that was yeah like, that was, i yeah. i, I, I oh, could okay. definitely see this happen. that sounded like like a, oh, sorry. like i don't want to hear i don't want to see this but yeah uh daniel bryan so. is probably at SummerSlam, and uh this is just like me being me um i think that daniel bryan needs one more world title win I understand that he doesn't really need it. There are plenty of other guys that can hold the world title, but I feel like he never had one true run with the belt. I think that that is the icing on the cake. After becoming world champion, getting injured and having to strip the belt, coming back and winning after like all the yes movement thing with the world title too, like that was nuts. And then having to come back and win the intercontinental title and try and bring prestige to that, but then get cut short again and then being forced to retire and then fighting his way back into a wrestling ring. We have not seen anything like that. Anything. And I don't, he I don't just, think it'll last that long. I don't know if it but, will, but this mm. is just me being me and thinking this would be yeah, the icing yeah, yeah. on the cake for me. Is he comes back after the Cinderella story of being retired, forced to retire. by And him saying, like, even thinking of, like, because everyone else is clearing him except for WWE. Like, even to the point of having to wanting to leave your dream company to go and do what you love. You leave your dream job to do the dream thing that you want to do. Like, that is a huge thing. And he continued to push, and he's back in the ring. They finally cleared him again. He needs to win the belt here. He needs to win either the Universal belt or the world or the WWE title. And the Universal belt could be against Braun. Who knows? And the world title could be against Shinsuke. If they really want to chance it, maybe they test the waters first with Miz and Brian and the tag match at Mania this year first. Um, but, I, yeah, there's no other way to cap that off. Even if he just wins the belt and just vacates it, at least he vacates it in honor rather than having to be cut short. Holy shit. Uh, Braun and Brian sounds like a very bad idea. <laughs> but, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Braun, I see what you're doing. So, yeah, or, the thing is, just, like, just I get... The, style i was also yeah. gonna bring up one more thing about the uh about him being cleared uh what changed that I'm, uh, well the thing is um, no owen said it changed? owen actually said it in the group chat i think or somebody said it he did a lot of therapy for his his neck and his head somehow and he did a lot of uh like sleep treatments for his brain some sort of sleeping treatment so Brian actually like flew out to like Switzerland and everything to talk to like concussion specialists and whatnot, and they were giving him all these tips on like what to do, what not to do, like how to really like you know physiotherapy for your neck and physiotherapy for your head, you know what you should do, what you shouldn't be doing, blah blah blah, all that crap. And he's been doing that ever since they told him he has to retire. Wait, he had nerve damage. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, minor right? though, wasn't it? Minor nerve damage, but you don't really heal from that. Yeah. You but so, but the thing was the constant wear and so, tear. The thing was the yeah. constant wear and tear. So he had that time to rehabilitate, and he still has time if he does one or two of these stories going forward. Now that he is cleared again, and I think it's I think it's the rigorous schedule and his move set and the way the two work together, constantly beating on his body. And eventually, yeah. I think WWE retired him, even though it was minor nerve damage. They know it could turn major, and it could turn into another Stevie Richards incident that they would be uh, liable for. They don't want to be liable. That's the issue. Yeah. But now they don't I have wanna, to. Be. I want to know what's what's going to be put into his contract. That's what I want to know. I want to know. I I feel like they're going to put a, like uh like a no, like there's got to be some real legal term for a no holds barred type of thing. They've got to like yeah like. 
They've, yeah. they've got to write in there somewhere that they can't be responsible for this if something happens. Yeah, he has to sign over. He has to. Oh. He has to sign probably a liability waiver. Yeah, like sign his soul because there's, there's. Yeah, basically. Because there's yeah, no way. Yeah. But knowing Daniel Bryan, they, he will do it. <laughs> he will do it, and that's that's the thing that scares me. And they want to make sure. I hope they're making sure their hands are clean. Yeah. I'm going to assume that he yeah, and Bree make a lot of money to be to be pretty uh, well off right now. Yeah, they make a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, and absolutely. You know, so I'm 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 a little I'm a lot nervous. I'm a lot nervous. I Watching agree. him tonight though, it looked it looked like he might be okay. I don't yeah. know. Those drop kicks were a little weird. He always those were, like side I'm not gonna lie. No, oh, yeah. yeah, he he always right. side drop kicks, and he always I'm like he always has like not perfect, but like pretty solid landing on his drop kicks. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't look too weird. He's. I'm gonna. He's always kind of sloppy, but good. Before yeah. I make before I make any further comments, I am gonna say, uh, during this time in WWE, I never really watched it. In the time of like literally like 2012 to 2014, I kind of tuned out as much. I really started getting back into it within the past couple of years. But yeah. Oh, I was. I, that was. Those were. Those were cool years. Thirteen and. 14. Those were good years, yeah. Yeah. They. Were, I wouldn't say they were good, but I would say they were cool. Thirteen was definitely a cool year. Thirteen was rough. <laughs> There were a couple, I, think the, I think overall it seemed like a pretty rough period in WWE. Fandango yeah. beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Yeah, literally. Oh yeah, right. The same is, WrestleMania location, all. the same the same place that we're going to be at for WrestleMania 35. That is all. <laughs> Shout out to that cuz VWP takes WrestleMania this uh, this next year at 35. All right, we've spent a lot of time on. Speaking speaking of WrestleMania, let's uh move on from Daniel Bryan and look at the 34 card. Let's not look at the card. card. We look at that's too big of a fucking card. We're looking at just the rest of the card and build up. I really don't want to go through this. No, this is a long. No, ass we're card. looking at we're looking at raw because we haven't exactly. Looked at that yet. All right. Um. Well, actually, I do want to say before we go on to raw, let one last thing for SmackDown since it just got added. It's now a triple threat. We, I mean, we would have seen this coming. Triple threat for the U.S. champ, Jinder Mahal's just been added. To quote literally everybody, mm. who cares? Wow. Honestly, like wow. All three of these workers. Really don't, I'm not gonna... doing my boy like that. Okay, so let's think. I let's really let's way, let's consider sure. this. Let's consider this. Randy Orton is going to be the guy to carry this match. Yeah. Think about that while you try to hold what? back your vomit and tears. <laughs> I don't think that's. I think Bobby Roode's going to carry this match. Bobby's going to carry a portion of it. Randy's going to carry a majority. Jinder's not doing shit. And. And then Bobby's gonna win, and we're, we're gonna be happy. It's gonna be glorious, pun intended. So I long as that's the finish, I'm happy. I don't so. know. I'm getting some serious gender vibes, and I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, that could be kind of glorious too. I mean, not, I mean, right now with the with the card that we have, doesn't look like a lot of heels are winning at Mania, so that's, might want to throw that in. Fine with me. Might as well have the foreign heel win the U.S. title. Look, man. Look, yeah. man. My my man's is a savage. He he threw his uh he threw uh one of the things out. He said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Sing. Well, I mean, take they, it. I mean, they felt. I mean, they have the chance yeah. to right the wrong they had with Rusev back when he lost the title to John Cena. So, with the foreign heel uh, winning the U.S. title. Don't think yeah, that was against. <laughs> the difference is that was against Cena. This is against Rude and Norton. Yeah, the two the two don't equate. Yeah. Right. Well, not entirely. So raw. Raw. Roman Reigns and Braun. No, not Braun. No Braun. Damn it. <laughs> Damn I'm going to go over. We can take a show for a second. 
Uh, Roman Reigns and Brock, your main event for the Universal Tra- Championship. Uh, Better than what I would think they're going to make the main event. Same. The yeah. reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Champion. Me. Bork Laser. It's lit. They Borky got into Bork in the Super Bowl. According, according to WWE, my uh, WWE 2K18 account, the Universal Champion is Okada, but that's a whole different thing. Anyways. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. Pretty sure mine um, is Mojo Rawley, and that's totally random. That's not actually like me playing it. The uh, So they got into a, a skirmish, a little tussle. A kerfuffle, uh, if you will. While Roman was handcuffed. Some yeah, what the fuck? Uh, so essentially, Roman suspended, and he like quote unquote so suspended and arrested. suspensions and things going everywhere, and Bork actually showing up. City, suplex city bitches running around, so you know. And Brock actually showing up. What did y'all think? Because I didn't actually watch it. It looked lit. I didn't watch uh, it either. I thought it was fine. I thought it was cool. It See, looked cool. I think, like, um, what the fuck was it? Uh, it was either Pro Wrestling Mag or someone else on Twitter was talking about how when Brock and Roman were ferting, were, oh, were what the fuck did I just say? I, anyways, feuding back at WrestleMania 31 all those years ago, their feud was literally just, this is my title. No, it's my title. No, it's my title. Give me that. No, give me that. And then Rollins was like, nah, psych bitches, it's my title. <laughs> They were playing tug of yeah. war for the title, and then Rollins was like, "Hey, here's a pair of scissors. It's mine. Bye." And just walked away. <laughs> here's a um, pair but of scissors. But now, now so far we've had a pretty good Roman promo, uh, a brawl, and actual backstage involvement. Vince McMahon this is actually good. Yeah, I'm going to say they're really, 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 really trying to make Roman seem kind of, sort of cool. They are. They're trying to make him seem like a badass. Well, he just got well, arrested. So. I mean, oh. he also t- took on cops in a hand, well, cops, quote unquote, in handcuffs, and then AKA tried to fight indie wrestlers trying to be big boss man impersonators. I mean, yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, essentially, Roman being suspended came out um, on Raw while Angle came out, and, asc- and Angle was like, What are you doing here? I suspended you, or Vince suspended you last week, and Roman was like, I'm here because I'm the big dog, and this is my yard, and Lesnar's in my yard, and I'm here to be in my yard because I'm the big dog. And then, <laughs> and then Angle left and called security, and uh, they handcuffed Roman and read him his rights, and uh, Roman ended up beating up the security guards handcuffed because make Roman look strong. And then Lesnar came out and um, destroyed Roman while Roman was in handcuffs because Brock looks really strong now beating up a guy that's handcuffed. And uh, yeah, just watching him destroy somebody on Raw. Holy shit! Two badasses. What the? What did I say six months ago? Ha! Miracles, miracles. I'm still not the biggest fan of, Wait, of this saying- match, but yeah, but this, but I'm definitely, I'm not denying this is a, this is not a, not a bad buildup at all. This Reigns is, is in this there. Is pretty good. But, Reigns is going in there yeah. with the I don't give a fuck attitude. So is Brock. Yeah. yeah, but Tim. Yeah. But Tim, are it's you nice. saying that they look it's strong? Nice. Oh god. I'm saying they don't look weak. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was gonna say I don't think Brock looks really that strong beating up his WrestleMania opponent handcuffed. 
but at least no, Brock looks like somebody a... up instead of getting beat up. Yeah, Brock looks like yeah. a dick. That, that's fair. But Brock could back it up even There's if Roman really... wasn't handcuffed. I will so. take a dick Brock Lesnar versus a weak Brock Lesnar. Fair. I totally agree. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is actually happening because the revival said that they're the going to be in the women's match. Battle Royal. Yeah. Great. So did Baron, Ty, and Mojo Raleigh. Wait, Mojo well, Raleigh's in that too now? Yeah. So I'm going to say this too. Um, it's weird because the Revival said they want to be the first tag team to ever win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal together, but that you're, that's basically saying that Miz and Mizdow could have done it way back when Big Show won over Mizdow. <laughs> my, yeah. my only answer to that is how, Sway. Right, exactly. How? Like, <laughs> this how? is not a who or a what. This, this is, is a how. how. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like how? How? What? It's like, look, I guess, actually, no, I don't even know how to make sense of this. It's like, we want to be the first tag team to win the Andre Battle Royal. Great. Just like how Braun was the first singles competitor to ever win a tag team Battle Royal. Sure. That made well, that sense also Well, that also was addressed, though. Good segue, Yusuf. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. uh, Kurt Angle ruled that... Um, Braun Strowman Braun has to find a, a tag team partner for WrestleMania to face the bar. Um, anyone? Every everybody's saying that it's quote unquote, that it's quote unquote Elias. Thank God. If that is his real name. Yeah. Probably Susan. Oh, wow. Walk with I've Susan. I've been walking with Elias. Yes. Wow. Susan. You, well. you know what I mean. No, I, I get it. Give my man some shiny bling. For his concerts, true. Return yeah, of the, Braun, the return of the base. Braun can keep being Braun. Maybe they'll they play can... a concert together. Yeah, they will. Holy shit! Yeah. That's I'm how they're so... gonna. That's how they're gonna make their interest at Mania. The whole tag team's oh gonna God. be Elias trying to teach hey, wait, Braun how to play an instrument. Can this open up? Can this open up Mania? Yeah, it might. This will be. A oh, if it does, that'd be a very good opener. Braun yeah. opening up WrestleMania. Crowd, crowd would be super into that. Oh yeah, the crowd would be into the fact that it's Braun and they'll be over for Elias. They're and they're and they're into the bar. Everyone's yeah. over in that match. That's mm -hmm. a perfect exactly. opener. Yeah, it's a great opener. And it's it the opener, the opener. And it's the opener, so no one will be wanting to throw beach balls and piss off Cesaro. <laughs> it's a good thing beach balls were well, banned. Beach balls will have already been thrown by that point. So and not if it's the opener. Yeah, but yeah, but pretty sure going to enter the arena at four. Mm, yeah, true. <laughs> And main card doesn't start till seven. Yeah. 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 Fair. Fair. Right. So yeah, beach balls will have already been thrown. Yeah. Rip to the pre-show. Rip to the pre-show, indeed. Yep. Whoever's on that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, and I hope I... you're. I hope you're okay with not getting a paycheck. Yep. Yikes. I think that's I honestly Jesus. think that's going to change this year, though. After they pissed off Neville that much, he's yeah, and Austin. Also Mary, pissed but... off Austin. Yeah. Look, man, money issues. You don't hear Dean, Am Dean Ambrose should be complaining about that, too. And yeah, Baron Corbin. Well, he won the yeah, title. He's also a former world champion and has made a good amount of money from his world champ paycheck. And his wife <laughs> and his wife is one of the best sports broadcasters we have. That, too. Yes. This is true. So. So, yeah. Uh, the, 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 uh, build, 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 build. Sasha Banks and Bailey looks like Bailey's going to be the heel there. The problem they're saying that match, that match is going to get axed, though. Yeah, who fucking yeah, it's, cares? It's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be worked into the battle royal. Yeah. But that brings me yeah, to another point. 
this is a groundbreaking WrestleMania for the women. There are three matches right now, and two of them are singles matches. First time that's happened oh, since yeah. way back when, when we talked about it. Thank God. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it was announced that uh, Nia Jax will be challenging Alexa Bliss for her Raw Women's title. Um, and, and then, then it's Oscar and Charlotte for the SmackDown title. Yep. And then yeah. the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal because it no longer has the fabulous Moolah's name attached to it. Good fucking thing. Yikes. Um, yeah. So, so I, think, I think that's most of the notable stuff on Raw besides the main event segment. Uh, actually, we're not actually going to talk about these women's segments. Or, like, oh, yeah, we can talk about. I mean, you know, Oscar and uh, Alexa had a match. There was yep. a match. There was indeed a match. <laughs> there was indeed a victor to this match. Was it was there indeed a finish to this match? Absolutely. Uh, well, did Oscar win? Yes. OK. Because, you know, Alexa uh, wasn't then, ready for Asuka. I did see the, oh, oh, that's right. You didn't no watch her. Yeah, no um, one's ready for Asuka. Not I did, even Asuka. I did, see, I did see the cat and mouse game that we're doing here, which is good stuff. Uh, Alexa's looking like uh, more uh, of a scared bitch every day. Yep. Uh, I think she's going to lose. Absolutely is going to oh, lose. Oh, well. It's, it's, it's a good time. It's a shame we couldn't have Nia look kind of this cool and angry. You know, a month ago, or like while I'm so she was angry about, I'm oh, so yeah. a little angry about that. Yeah. But you know, it is it is what it is, and you know, I'm certainly not angry about this one the way I am about other things. So yep. yay, yeah, yay! Yeah. I, I had to I had to somehow insert that into everything. Yeah, true. So uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey actually wrestled a tag team match against uh, Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy Rose for the one millionth time. And um, ah, it ended the same way as the past 999,999 times um, with uh, disagreements happening, and uh, they lost. So, I think mm, they Yusuf lost. is apparently tired of the absolution. What's that? Whatever you say was. Paige is tired Yusuf of it? Yusuf is apparently tired of Oh, Yusuf is apparently tired of all that. Oh, of I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Now that Paige can't wrestle anymore, like, why don't they exactly, just... Yeah. A, why don't they just like, come out and say it? And B... Why don't they just do away with it? Like it's stupid, right? Well, hey, like, Brian, hey, Brian got cleared. Yeah, actually, Paige tweeted about that. She's like, "Ooh, this might give me a chance." But um, Did like she? here's here's oh, fuck yeah, yeah. So here's here's the thing about all this, about this whole absolution thing. It was cool when it started. Sonya and Mandy have a way to go, but having them constantly do tag matches and Paige just like being there is really boring the fuck out of me. And if Paige were cleared, that would be nice. I but think she's not. I think the reason and the thing is with absolution Sorry. is that absolution is the three of them. Not two plus one. That's fair. I think the main issue with this whole thing is a absolution was only brought up to be with Paige because they needed women for the Royal Rumble. Yep. Um, and also, I think that the whole women's title picture would be completely different right now if had Paige been had Paige not been injured. not injured and not forced to retire. I think it, I think WrestleMania would have been Oscar versus Paige, and I think that mm -hmm. I think I don't know what would have happened on the SmackDown side, but I think that Raw would have had Oscar versus Paige. Right. Somehow, Probably. some way. And that some, would have been cool. Yeah. Exactly. 
maybe Charlotte Becky on SmackDown side, but I, I don't know. Yep. But it's what it is. Unfortunately, things Mac. change. But yeah, Matt is right. It's true. Um, yeah. But yeah, Look, um, let's just let's just get it out of the way for the podcast. Kane under Kane choke slam Cena for Taker. Yee yee yeah yeah. We're moving on. They're scheduled for Yo. a match next week. Great. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. predictions are coming true. Look, man, Kane's just trying to take a pin. It's fine. He's just trying to win mayor. Wait, don't you mean Adam Cleary <laughs> from what culture? Oof. Exactly. Um, you know, I met Adam Cleary. <laughs> you did? No. Yeah. When they when uh when what culture had the Pro Wrestling World Cup in Toronto, um Cleary and Pachiti were there. Oh Damn. shit! No, but no Pachiti, shit. Wow. Pachiti was Pachiti was backstage and Cleary was handling merch, so I got to talk to Cleary for a little bit. That's nice cool. dude. That's nice. That's nice. nice. Wish it was more entertaining. Same. Yeah. Um. So. Yeesh. Sorry. You won't hear it. It's true. No one listens to this, right, Tim? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Someone right. does. True. Somebody does. Anyway. Shout out to you. Definitely does. You uh, know who you are. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think the I think the biggest segment on Raw was obviously the Ultimate Deletion with Bray Wyatt against Matt Hardy. And um, it was kind of cool. They had little video packages hyping up the the match throughout the night. Yep. And one nice touch that I, I mentioned in our group chat that um, when we were discussing it live was that they didn't include they uh, put all the commercials in the beginning of the show. Like we were complaining as the show went on about how many commercial breaks there were. Owen was especially. And yep. um, like it was like somebody was uh, there was a commercial. I think it was Alexa cut a promo and then Oscar came out and in the middle of her entrance. There was another commercial. And then um, Kevin, Kevin done much. Well, no, the, the point was they, they had all the commercials happen earlier in the show so they could reach their quota. So the Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt ultimate deletion could have no commercials in it. And I think that was a really nice touch. I think, I think it would have taken away from it had they had commercials break it up. Yeah, I, I understand that. I don't know. I understand they would, didn't want to have any commercials for, uh, ultimate deletion, but still, yeah, you have to understand like where, where do you put the, uh, the other commercials, right? And it's annoying that where where they did everywhere and anyone. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to call it annoying where they put all the commercials, but they did realize that like they wanted to make sure that this was like commercial free. Well, the Absolutely. last yeah yeah so like okay, it's annoying. So what? We knew what was coming in the end, and people were actually excited for it. So I need to uh, not apologize, but I know I said it was lackluster initially. That's because I kind of wasn't focused on it when I was watching it originally. But uh, I gave it a second chance uh, earlier today, rewatching The Ultimate Deletion. And uh, yeah, it was better than I thought it'd be. Yeah, there, were a, lot of, there were a lot of great things. My my take on it is that it's it's not as great, it's not as uh, god tier as the <laughs> as the final deletion, but it's still it's still solid. Well, the other thing, too, is like what the final deletion is. I don't know how much of the ultimate deletion was written by Matt, but the final deletion was entirely written by Matt and then looked over by Jeremy Borash. I know Borash actually had some input on the ultimate deletion. So, so I yeah. think I think Matt Hardy had full control of the writing for it. And um, mm. I think that uh, there were, I was reading part of it, like who had what roles. And I think that um, Rebby actually like composed some of the score for it. And yeah, had did. some wow. like did all the editing for it and helped film it, and uh, I believe Senior Benjamin had some sort of input as well. 
And yeah, they yep. all they all had input in it, and I don't think WWE really had much to do with it. Borash was there, uh, filming it. I could tell. Yeah, I could tell also. Yeah. I could tell this was not a WWE production. This was a Matt this Hardy was a production Matt Hardy using production. WWE cameras. Yep. Yeah. And a WWE ref. They had everything, this, though. Yeah, they the had ref. everything. The fireworks, Bray reacting to the fireworks was so good. What? What is that? What? Oh, God. Uh, they had they had everything you could ever ask for in a deletion related video. They had the fireworks. They had, they had the dilapidated boat. Yes. Scott, oh, my yes. God. Awesome boy, Skarsgård. Uh, they had Senior Benjamin. They had Vanguard. My one. favorite. Had, I think everyone's. I think every. Yeah, they, we had Brother Nero, and I think that everyone's yeah. favorite scene was Chair of Wheels, Mower of Lawns. He was deciding between using a wheelchair and a and a lawnmower, and he he so, didn't know which one to pick. We, we I got to that point in the match. I watched it the next day, uh, and I got to that point in the match. And at first, I just shook my head, and then they kept doing it, and I just started laughing because I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Yuck. The fact oh, that they yeah. kept going and going with it makes it that much. It's like, okay, this is definitely a Matt Hardy production. I was like, but like you can tell his acting is so spot on because he started doing it, and I was like, eh, "This is cheesy," and he kept doing it. And as he was doing oh, it, I was so buying cheap. in so hard. I was laughing so much. Right. It was so good. The 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 ref going that's too bray also made uh when i was reading youtube comments uh made a lot of people pop as well which is really funny yeah yeah what's <laughs> the, interesting the also, wheel, don't forget this is a match yeah yeah oh, okay shit. i'm gonna say but, uh, the chair of wheels bit sorry tim <laughs> the chair of wheels chair bit of wheel? was probably my second favorite bit in that entire thing deletion my favorite I, though was the fucking Scooby Doo bit they had when um, Bray was chasing? Oh Matt yeah, through the, the graveyard. Stuff. Yeah, oh, but my the, fucking with, god, with I was losing it. That was pretty funny. Was that, that like the hide and seek part? Hysterical. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Scooby Doo bit where yeah. Bray's like <laughs> running around trying to find him. <laughs> Eater of worlds, come get me! <laughs> you can't see me. Ha! <laughs> 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 really mad is why did he run like that? Yeah, why literally. Did he run like cares. that. The best is when he runs toward the camera and does like the shh. Don't tell him I'm coming. But he did like that limp run thing that he does, and I'm like, what the fuck am yeah. I watching? <laughs> Literally, those are fucking amazing. That, so that part, the the chair of wheels part was probably my favorite part until the dilapidated boat showed up, and I was like, oh, yeah. all right, there you it is. love the that boat so boat much. Is always my favorite part. I really do love that boat because it's so that's so funny to me. Just it's so <laughs> random. It's so random, <laughs> especially the first time. The dilapidated boat. I really liked the oh, ending man. of this, though, especially because it wasn't just some weird ending either. It was so it full circle. It wasn't clunky. Like, it wasn't quite as clunky. No, be the first ending. because um, cause I believe what happened was Bray, like, flipped over Skarsgård and, like, Senior Benjamin was underneath it with a globe, tossed it in Bray's hands, and Bray's holding it. And his, I knew it was coming though because it was like I knew that was Bray's shtick for a while. But then Brother yeah, Nero pops up. It goes, he's got the whole oh. world in his hands. And then Matt finishes him <laughs> off. Dude, it was so good though. Like it was so well done. Like this whole thing was so well done. 
and it was so like Took me. i think i think it was it, it had a matt hardy it was definitely matt hardy because it had the same reaction everyone hated it like it was so polarizing like the people that have seen the previous deletion had loved it and at the, at the previous deletion yeah. everyone just bought into the the humor and then the other half of people just really hated it but then as the people that hated it rewatched it they liked it more and more and then it became this really like beloved thing and i think that's exactly what happened this time and it just shows that matt hardy really has found his his peak of his career at the twilight days i will say because he's getting older at 43 now yeah yeah, and yeah. He, I, he's when I was watching the Ultimate Deletion, I had sort of, because, you know, Ty, you and I, we saw the final deletion. And for you, folks of you over there, out at home, we'll post that as soon as we can get the video up. Oh, uh, we might I don't not know if we can. It. We might not have it anymore. We might have lost it. And by we, I mean Tyler. Tyler. Anyway. Shout out to Apple, a big old fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> Ty and I saw the final deletion and, you know, of course, that was great. So I sort of had, you know, this being WWE, and I, uh, I'm assuming that Matt, not that Matt didn't have a lot, didn't have creative freedom at all, but he didn't have a lot. Assuming that WWE wanted a a bigger slice of the cake, just because, you know, being the company that they are. What do you so mean by I, a bigger slice of the cake, though? They want like, they more input. Than what Matt exactly. I think. I think that. I think the difference here. I think that the difference here is what TNA did was just give it to Matt. Was like, here you go, exactly. do whatever yeah. you want. But then WWE is probably like, like. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was weird. <laughs> that was Tyler, go ahead. But I, like, um, like with Impact, it was just like, here you go. Here's the whole thing. Write, write it. Do it. We don't care what you do. Do whatever you want. We trust you. Meanwhile, WWE was probably like, you can do whatever you want, but you have to run it by us first. That's my guess. That's all I which have to would say. Make, yeah. Which would make sense based on both companies because WWE being the company that they are with all their writers and everything and being, you know, the top of the crop. Um, it's like, look, Matt, we know that this is cool. We want to do this. We'll let you do whatever the fuck you want, but make sure, you know, we look at it first before we decide to air this. Just so we know children will like it. Have you ever you know, watched, have you ever watched like reaction videos to things like yeah. I want, I want to, I want to react a Vince reaction video to this. I really do. Same here. I, yeah, I really want. I really want to know yeah. what Vince was thinking the entire time this was happening. Vince was probably like, hmm, "Look at all that sweat." Dilapidated <laughs> <laughs> mm. boat. I should have thought of that years ago. A boat. <laughs> you know who would look good with a boat? Rusev. Roman he looks like Braun. a fisherman. Braun flipped it. We should have Braun flip that boat next. And then he goes to like one of his production team. He's like, "Hey, what's the set for WrestleMania?" What? I don't care. Make it a boat. <laughs> Make it something that Braun can flip. Where are we? We're in New Orleans. Perfect. They fish in New Orleans. <laughs> wow. Vince, we're Wait. not making a boat. I don't care. We're making do a it. Boat. You will anyway. do it. Fucking boat. Anyways. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, like I said, I sort of had l low expectations for Ultimate Deletion. But to be fair, it sort of leveled out for me, and, Wait, I, and I and I enjoyed it. You still haven't seen Deleted Decay yet, have you? I haven't seen Not that yet. either. Not yet. Oh, it was God. a nice touch. I never it was a nice touch that Matt included the shack that Bray used to be a part of when he had the whole, like, southern weirdo gimmick. Before Someone it morphed yeah, into duck. the Eater of Worlds thing. Before, you mean the Duck Dynasty gimmick? Yeah. 
the house back, of horrors bit go back to when the gimmick was good exactly <laughs> exactly that was the true best part of the of the the gimmick right was looking at the remade shack like man i used to have a great gimmick <laughs> true man i had my career made but like okay man, so man, he closed out a raw show before he debuted once literally think about that yeah true uh, um but now yeah he's eating it's the ultimate deletion <laughs> bullshit yeah but uh, there's also speculation coming from dave Meltzer, and it's it's almost to him it's like certainty in his mind but for us it's definitely speculation that after this ultimate deletion match that Bray Wyatt could be, be uh, repackaged soon. Into what? We don't know. No one knows. Definitely not Husky Harris. Probably <laughs> not Husky Thank Harris. Thank God. Harris, good mic worker. That's because it's Bray Wyatt. No, like Husky Harris was actually a decent mic worker. I'm going to go like, out on a limb and say I didn't Bray mind Wyatt, Husky but... Harris. Husky Harris. Either. CM Punk's a fan of Husky Harris, so. Yeah. 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 But, oh, I, I mean, he'd look better teaming with Bo Dallas because, like, they're actual brothers, so. Yikes. Where is Bo Dallas? Ms. Taraj? Oh, that's right. I was going to say Lindo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a second I was like, no, because, like, I completely, for- I don't know why. I just completely forgot that was Bo Dallas. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, Bray Wyatt lived its life, like the Bray Wyatt gimmick. I love it, and I, w- I just wish that if WWE just treated it better it would have been able to be like an eternal gimmick. Like it could have been yeah. almost an undertaker level, but not quite because it were still in a reality era. Right. Yeah. We're like, maybe they're going to repackage him as IRS junior. No! <laughs> yeah, let, no. yeah. Let's not do that. No. Time to collect your taxes, man. Yep. But yeah. Tax. It's tax, now, it like, is tax season. Like this it is, is like, season. it is tax season, but coming out of this week, like, Ugh. This week really didn't seem like that big of a week in wrestling, but man, it has completely turned upside down, like a hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of a lot of big things have caught people by surprise. Uh, so. No shit, Daniel Bryan is like the biggest surprise of the year. I didn't, I oh. did not expect Daniel Bryan to ever wrestle again. You know, you know how I speaking of which, I'm just gonna quickly put this out there. You know how I actually found out about that news earlier today. How? I was at work. I was at work, and I wasn't checking news because obviously I was working. But um, I quickly checked my phone during my break, and I got a message from a certain person. You know exactly who you are, and all I saw was Daniel Bryan's cleared, and I thought he was bullshitting me because this guy loves fucking bullshitting me. Fucking Montreal screw job was a work. Um, <laughs> you know wow, exactly you, who you are. actually yeah. just did that. By, you by actually way, just did that. Good. We're still oh. putting that on the on the YouTube. Oh, special. that's coming. Yeah, get but, your fucking get but, your fucking butts ready, folks. I am YouTube gonna go. No, that's that's gonna be part of our that's that's gonna be part of our debate on uh, on Friday. Oh, that should be part of the YouTube debate. Special. Yeah, actually, that should be the debate. That'll be the YouTube anyway. Special. Anyway, yeah. right. So I thought that was a joke, and I was like, no, there's no way they fucking cleared Daniel Bryan. And then I saw the group chat, and then I saw just Twitter blow up, and I was like, oh my god, they did it. They actually did it. I yeah, I, th- I, I read. I, I don't follow news anymore uh, because you guys all do it for me, so I don't have to. Literally, I uh, I spend my day combing Bleacher Report, yeah. taking screenshots I, of articles and putting them in our group a, chat. A lot of a lot of it is Thai. I will admit. A lot of it so is Thai. Yeah, a lot of it is Thai. I don't have to go look up news anymore, and so they go, "He's cleared." I went, "He's not cleared," and I said, "Yeah, he is," and I went and checked 
like I put it, I typed in Daniel Bryan because that's all that would have needed to be typed in for that. Yep. And, and first things that come up: CBS News, Sports Radio, ESPN, WWE. He's, I was like, holy shit! Brian fucking cleared. I was like, here we go. True. Oh no. shit! Actually, breaking news just now coming out of two hundred five Live Realm: the oh, cruiserweight yeah, title the match, match is confirmed for WrestleMania, and it's going to be Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. That's, That's the best good. decision they could have made with that. That's going to be such a good match. I would have liked I, to see uh, Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. I'm going to be honest. Gulak, but I, lo- I think Mustafa Ali was the best pick. Well, here's the thing about Drew Gulak. I would have been totally down for Drew Gulak because he is like anti-cruiserweight. He's going to get, he's gonna get a run with the belt at some point. He will, he will, yeah. Because like it's like for all the other cruiserweights it's like they all have like crazy technical stuff and like half of them can fly and Drew Gulak's like uh no that, <laughs> uh no I can be technical but I refuse to fly that'll be the greatest he wants to ground the flyers like if somehow Neville's like, if Neville's not leaving and going to the Super Junior tournament and actually coming back if 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 if, if I would be so down to see Drew Gulak versus Neville the man that gravity yes. forgot versus the man that wants to stop all the flyers. The man so, who's trying to take away gravity to begin with. So now, we have our first kickoff match for WrestleMania. Yeah, yep. the, uh, Andre. Oh, no, oh. I meant the Cruiserweight title match that we were talking about, like, right now. It's, I really don't want it. I don't want it to be, but it's probably going to be because this card is stacked. This card is stacked. It is. WrestleMania's card is really stacked now. Especially now that Brian's back, and he's going to be in that tag match, and that just bumped up the intrigue for that match times, like, 20. That bumped up the intrigue for Mania by, like, another good 5%. Absolutely. 10%. On top of, like, all the other matches we're getting. Yeah, all the other matches that we're getting. Okay, fine, this, not all of them. Almost this all is, of them. This is... No, I'm, no, to I'm, say I'm the being lead. serious, sir. I'm being serious, sir. Okay. To say the least, this is this is uh, I'm just gonna say this is just gonna be a very interesting WrestleMania. Absolutely, it's gonna be a, be a does, fun WrestleMania. You know, it will. It does throw a curveball. It's and for once, it's a curveball that we're not all angry about. Yeah, yeah. It's once a, it's once a thing where the wrestling fandom, all in agreement, doesn't throw their hands up and go, "Why?" <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. Well, almost, almost everything. But okay, it's one thing where the wrestling community goes. Okay. We'll take sure. it. Sure. Yeah, we can dig this. Please. More. Uh, and the match is still a thing, so, you know. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The match is still a thing because Styles is not as injured as we all were worried about. Thanks, fucking God. Except nobody wants to talk about New Japan, which is fine. They just want to mention New Japan when it's convenient. Yeah, yeah except exactly. It's super, except it's super convenient. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it is. But, you know. So, why would they do that? Well, and Byron Saxon's still a thing, so. <laughs> Byron Saxon's been calling one of the best matches of the, of the next 20 years. But Jesus that Christ. Wait, no, mm. no, wait. No, it, he's not. It's yeah. going to be Michael, yeah, Corey. No, SmackDown's team. Tom, uh, Tom Phillips. It's going to be SmackDown's team. Tom so it's gonna Phillips, be Tom Phillips, is it? Boy Graves. I thought they usually. Nope, they switch. Uh, I was gonna say I thought they usually have like one team of j- just combined announcers. Wait, but for Mania they'd have. Well, yeah, no, they switched for brands. They definitely oh, right. they switched for brands. Yeah. 
we're just going to get Corey Graves all night, which I'm fine. I'm which fine. I'm fine with. I think he's fine with that too. I think he knows that yeah. he's saving the commentary desk for half the show. Honestly, they better be giving Corey like the fattest paycheck at Mania. You know what? Coachman is not doing bad. He Let's, deserves it. Coachman's great, dude. Raw's commentary. Awesome, yeah. Raw's team is stacked. Raw's commentary team is fantastic right now. I'm actually really yeah. liking like Raw's commentary. Yeah, yeah. Smackdown's Cole, a struggle. You know, when Michael Cole is not also, like, annoying oh, you, Michael you know what? is fantastic. Hey, speaking of Michael Cole, um, so people are trying to figure out whether this was like scripted or not. But just before they aired the ultimate deletion, Michael Cole was like, "I we deeply apologize for what you're about to watch." Yikes! And then like <laughs> people were ripping Cole up, it, including uh, did that include Matt Hardy? I think no, Matt Hardy didn't say anything. I think that was a safety blanket. People, were, people weren't ripping uh, Cole; they were just like, "What are you talking about?" I think that was a safety yeah, blanket in case it ended up. I being think so. Just yeah, case, just in case if it ended up being really bad. Exactly. So, I get it. Well, because they and... didn't they didn't air it in the arena either. Yeah. Yeah. It was just people at home. Yeah. But they, the fans in the arena, they didn't have to sit there and watch the screen for 20 minutes. Yeah. They, they, they could have watched a dark match between Braun and Elias, which is decent. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Meh. Can never have too much and, Braun. And, and Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey was there. Yeah, they got to see Ronda oh, yeah, throw around Dana Brooke. Ronda Rousey. Ronda uh-huh. Rousey's around. She can do a... Kind of a oh yeah she's exploder. She kind of tried to. Do it was a Samoan drop looking thing. Uh no, because she hooked oh that was the first time that was the first week. Okay, she did something different this week. Okay, she tried to yep. do an exploder suplex and it was what it was. Well, she also tries talking on the mic, but we're not all perfect. No, no, no if she could not. just stand there and look good while Kurt Angle talked, I'd be okay with that. I'm fine with that too. Well, she's uh, yeah. it's cool. Sorry. I get to hear Kurt Angle talking. I get to stare at Ronda Rousey. Sorry, feminist, but you know. Well, she's she's gonna be teaming with Drunk Dad himself, Kurt Angle, at WrestleMania against Triple okay. H and Steph. So. Which is uh, Triple Troll, oh. and Stephanie McMahon. I can't think of a name for Stephanie. I don't know. I, I really want Triple H to troll during that entire match. Yeah. <laughs> okay beautiful well yeah. that was weird well, anyway it was a good night indeed because daniel bryan and, is back in, in wwe and with wrestling, the uh, so. most awkward segue possible we're gonna segue into useless useless we're gonna segue into yusuf's useless segment go ahead pretty much Yusuf's okay so i aimless indie segment yeah take it away Hey, I try with this segment, okay? No, I don't. I apologize. It's not useless. <laughs> Anyways, um, not, not useless. Nameless. Right. Yusuf, before plus, we start plus, this, what time has the finals of the New Japan Cup happened yet? And if so, no, they're happening tonight. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, actually, we'll start with that. So yeah, uh, New Japan Cup is officially done as of tonight, because uh, it is the twenty-first of March in Japan right now, and in approximately. I think like three hours from now, they're going to be airing the finals, which will, uh, of course, pit a bunch of tag matches that New Japan does, as usual. But the actual finals of the cup are going to be versus uh, Mr. Japanese John Cena himself, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, facing off with... Zack Sabre Jr. I was going to add something about that. Arguably the most dangerous-looking competitor in this entire tournament. Yes, Mr. Zack Sabre Jr. And... um. I know speculations are saying that Tanahashi is going to win. Face Okada 
on the 1st of April at Sakura Genesis. And then that's where Okada's going to tie Tanahashi's reign for most defenses at 11 for the heavyweight championship. But, yo, it could go 50-50 at this point. I'm saying it could go 50-50. Because the thing is, um, Tanahashi came back from sort of like repairing, not repairing, but like rehabbing his leg to do the New Japan Cup. Keep in mind, the man that took him out was Minoru Suzuki and won his Intercontinental title from that. And so Tanahashi still has a little bit of a bad leg. Sabre Jr. is totally aware of this, and he also works for Minoru Suzuki. So expect a lot of... If you're if you're going to watch it either tonight... I'm not. I am sleeping tonight. I'll watch tomorrow. Um, <laughs> expect a lot of leg-based offense from Zack. And if Zack wins, I know he said he'd go after Okada in the heavyweight title, but like I would not be surprised if he just decided to throw a curveball and go after Suzuki. But Suzuki is busy with Naito right now. We'll see how that goes. Um, that's really all the big New Japan news. Oh, no, that's not. Uh, not yet, at least. So that's New Japan Cup. Strong Style Evolved is this coming weekend. It's on the 25th. Uh, of course, the main event of that is going to be the Golden Lovers of Kota Ibushi and Mr. Kenny Omega. Humongous encounter, Kenneth Omega, uh, quite literally, versus the Young Bucks in a match that will surely give Dave Meltzer a heart attack. <laughs> That's very Probably. true. Yeah. Uh, of course, also on that is, and I have it written here. That's right. Uh, Jay White is going to be defending his uh, U.S. title against Hangman, which is nice because we haven't really seen Jay White on New Japan uh, anything for a while. He hasn't been in tag matches. He's just been, like, getting ready for this. So He's just, you know, he's just like, been hanging around. Pretty much. As far as I think, yeah. yeah. He's just been hanging around. Hasn't been really doing much. But, um, yeah, him versus Hangman Page. Uh, and, of course, I completely forgot to bring this up last week, but there's actually a dream match happening on Strong Style Evolved. Rey Mysterio is going one-on-one -on -one with Jushin Thunder Liger. Ooh! Yep. So to be fair, this it's nice to see like a part two of this because I've already seen the part one back in I want to say ninety six. I want to say back in WCW. Like Twenty years ago. Yeah, it did. It did happen twenty years ago, but now it's on Japanese soil, and this is going to be a little more fun because and more yeah. lit. Yeah, and more lit because Mysterio now is like unreal. Mysterio is oh, in way better shape than he's ever been in. Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, there haven't been any more matches announced for Strong Style Evolve yet, but. They did make mention that uh, Okada and Tetsuya Naito are going to be at the event. So they're probably just going to have, like, one-off matches with certain people. Don't know who. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, honestly. The the future of the IWGP heavyweight title right now is the thing that's intriguing me the most. Because I feel like Tanahashi's not going to win. Like, he's probably going to win tonight at the cup and then not be able to beat Okada at Genesis. And then someone else will probably jump into the picture and hopefully beat Okada. This is why I say he's probably not going to win. Tanahashi, that is. Because, and here's the segue, Supercard of Honor is the week after. Live in New Orleans. Yep. The night before WrestleMania. And Tyler actually told me this because I had no fucking idea this was announced. And I like I was, I was pretty happy about this announcement. Um, Tanahashi is going to be teaming up with Jay Lethal to take on the Briscoes for the Ring of Honor tag titles at Supercard of Honor. Dude, okay, can Fuck I ask me. you, like, it's going to be wild. Can I ask you, like, what did they, why, why are 
Tanahashi and Lethal teaming together? Uh, you know, I tried looking this up and checking why. I can't give you an answer. Well, like, all right. they've had tag they've had tag encounters before in Japan. But this is but just for, way out of the blue. For some reason, yeah, it's just like, hey, let's put two of the best wrestlers in their respective companies together and say, fuck it, why not? Let's have them fight the Briscoes. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what they're going for. <laughs> pretty much. And Lethal, Lethal's familiar with the Briscoes, but Tanahashi's not so much familiar. And Tanahashi's very, like, he can be an aggressive wrestler. He's very smart, but he can be an aggressive wrestler. Meanwhile, the Briscoes are finally like, we don't give a fuck. We are the greatest tag team in Ring of Honor history, and we are just going to, like, demolish everyone. And I like that. I fucking love it. Um, yeah, that's about it. There's actually not a lot of big indie news as of recent. Uh, of course, Supercard of Honor is uh, going to feature Hangman Page versus Coda and Cody versus Kenny. Um, and I think Tyler also told me that SoCal Uncensored versus The Kingdom. Hell yeah. Pulling for the kingdom to win those tag titles. Vinny Marsiglia, big old Warwick, Rhode Islander. Take those belts home, boy. Take those belts home. It could have been the Bucks and Flip Gordon. But... I think they need to save those three for Cody versus Kenny. Because somehow every one of every one of Bullet Club's gonna be involved. It'll be literally like Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Except no one's Black Panther. No Actually, one. Aww. Marty's Black Panther. Fair. Yeah, Marty is definitely Black Panther. Um but aside that, not a lot of other big things happening. Um, the best of the Super Juniors dates got announced a couple weeks ago, um, but none of the none of the participants have been named yet. Flip Gordon is actually one of the names to be possibly announced for the tournament. Yes, Flip Gordon. But the other problem is Flip's contract expires very soon. No, Flip Gordon. How how soon? That's the question. Um, I think. You know what? I'm gonna quickly, quickly, quickly. He's been he's been mentioning this a lot. I don't know if it's a work or his contract literally up. But people have been asking him like, "Hey, would you be down to do like this match or this match or this match?" And he's like, "Maybe, but my my contract's up in a matter of time." And to be specific, that is. I'm just humming my own theme song because I am trying to kill time while I find this bullshit. Uh, wow, you should use that every time your indie segment starts. I should. That'd actually be clever. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. We can talk about this after. Okay. Uh, it looks like his contract's up in May. All right. Mm. Well. So he'd probably have to sign with someone after the fact. But keeping in mind, if he even if he's a freelancer, that doesn't stop him from being on All In. Which, by the way, God damn it, book Flip Gordon. For all of it. <laughs> he's going to be on the show. Like, it's going to be, like, the very he's last still, second, yeah. but he's going to be on the show. Right. But, um, yeah, besides that, uh, not, not much indie news happening, so. Not yeah, much after the... you spent, you spent a decent amount of time talking. I, I would say, I would say there's a decent amount. Well, considering, yeah. Oh, um, other thing, too, this is kind of weird with Rey Mysterio, just so I can get this out of the way. Um, he's still in talks for the WWE to come back. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yep. 
Yeah, but he recently signed with uh, the Auto Lucha promotion and also became a co-owner of the promotion. Oh, so that, that part, the, the co-owner part was actually a rumor. That's not true. Oh, uh, was it? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. No, yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, he signed as a performer, um, but, yeah, but not as so, a co-owner. But yeah. Cool. Okay. So, so count of Jonathan? <laughs> Tim just really doesn't want that. Nope. No, 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 no! I'm saying for after Mania, we've got to do. We, oh, some after, people have. No, after Mania, after he's get. Yeah, Cena's got Bobby Lashley after Mania. Oh God. Which, by oh, the way, no. by the way, I have I'll I have something I'll to spill on that one. Um. So Bobby Lashley has finished talks with WWE. He's supposed to be debuting for the company very soon. Speculating that he will debut after the end Bro. of the main event of WrestleMania, or, um, Good God. the next night on Raw. Probably the next night that- on Raw. That sounds more likely. Probably, yeah. The next time we're gonna do our coronation moment, and we're gonna no. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna let's get this out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Yusuf, you got another. You got like five more minutes on your indie segment. Oh, I mean, are you out of news? Are you out of? I'm surprisingly out of news. Uh huh. I I'm just trying to like double check. Like my I I took down only a few notes on like in big indie news. I mean, like oh. Ah, this isn't really fucking indies. So, funnily enough, I don't know why Impact decided to do this. Because I consider Impact an indie pronouncer now. Fuck you guys. Um, so, their Feaster Fired match happened. Their super Yay. heavily delayed Feaster Fired match? Yeah, and uh, guess who got the Fired briefcase? Was it EC3? Oh. So, spoiler alert, it was EC3. And they just decided to air it after the fact that people found out he debuted on NXT. And it was it's going to be like featured in a match at Takeover. It's literally Yay! been it's literally been two months. Like they he first made his appearance at Takeover whatever or Takeover Philadelphia. Yep. In January. And they yes. and they aired it. Wow. And he's last week. He's already been built up. He's already been built up for a match in the North American title match at at Takeover uh take over um new orleans right so it's like uh exactly, why yeah jesus <laughs> like why are you doing this um oh oh impact oh impact indeed oh you cheeky, uh, cheeky boys other... yeah cheeky bastards yeah yeah you're doing you're doing amazing sweetie you're doing amazing sweaty <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> um i mean the only other thing i can think of is uh, well, I mean, talks for uh, the G1 have already started. They're getting ready for that. Um, we'll see how that goes. Because that's not until the summer. And hopefully we'll see a lot of big names. Wait a minute. What the hell? Hey, Tyler. Hey, Yusuf. Hey, when did you tell me that SoCal Uncensored and, and um, the Kingdom were announced? A couple hours ago, maybe? Is that official? I thought it was. Is it not? Because yeah, it doesn't. Well, I mean, it doesn't look official. I'm, here I'm reading SoCal versus the Bucks and Flip in a ladder match. See, yeah, that's what I'm that was well. what was previously announced. But I think, like what I what I saw, I'm pretty sure was a tweet from ROH saying that. The oh, you know what? Was... Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm checking Ring of Honor's website right now. Yeah. Okay. So um, they must have changed it. Why the fuck is? Flip Gordon, not in a ladder match. I like how I didn't say the Bucks and Flip Gordon. I just said specifically Flip Gordon. Yeah, I don't know. 
That's actually really weird. It doesn't even say why. Oh, okay. I might actually be right. It might have something to do with the whole Bullet Club Civil War. Ah, uh, yeah. They're, they're, how they want to hold that out? Yeah, they probably want to hold that out. Because the thing is, um, if like Flip is obviously going to get involved with all this too, because he's been a he's been actually a pretty big part of the Civil War as of recent. Uh, if you watch Being the Elite, um. And the fact of the matter is, they're probably going to, uh, all the like mainstay Ring of Honor members of Bowl Club, so obviously Kenny, Cody, Marty, Hangman, the Bucks, and maybe Stephen Amell. What a guy. Just made, what a guy, Stephen Amell. Uh, they, they'll probably all get involved, and like there'll be like some clash going down. <laughs> Flip's going to be like the voice of reason, but also get involved in the clash. And for something like that, they're probably going to want to have them all like in tip-top shape for that and if they put the bucks and flip in a ladder match right before that uh maybe not the best idea maybe not the best idea that's fair the other thing too is i think the i feel like that might main event supercard of honor because obviously dalton castle mr ring of honor world champion is uh defending his title against marty but uh i'm kind of curious what would happen if marty won if that'll change anything I think it would. Uh, I think it I would. Feel like, okay, so surprisingly enough, I had nothing to talk about, and now I have something to talk about. So let's think of it like this. Cody decided to go crazy. So Cody joins Bullet Club. Bullet Club runs wild as usual. Cody becomes Ring of Honor World Champion. Bullet Club full of champions. Cody loses Ring of Honor World Championship. Cody goes crazy. Cody loses ring. Cody goes even crazier. No one in Bullet Club holds a title right now. No one. Right. The Bucks lost their titles. Kenny lost his. Uh, Marty lost the junior heavyweight title. Cody lost. Hangman his. hasn't. Hangman hasn't held really held one besides the tag titles, so he hasn't had a singles title run yet. And Cody's not Ring of Honor World Champion. But now that the other members of Bullet Club are getting you know pushed and pushed and pushed, you know Hangman's facing Jay White. Marty's going to be facing Dalton. It leaves Cody as, you know, he's obviously, he's not obviously, he is quote unquote the de facto leader right now at Bullet Club with the whole war going on. And he's been like pushing everybody to do like, you know, you should do this, you should be doing that. Like, I'm going to be here rooting for you. But if there's anything we've learned from Cody Rhodes in the last three months since uh, the new beginning when he betrayed uh, Kenny is Cody is not a guy that you can trust. I sure, I'm sure he's a great guy in person, but in the case that, you know, it met like if Hangman actually wins the U.S. heavyweight title from Jay White, which I don't think will happen, but it'd be interesting if it did. And Marty came out of Supercard of Honor as Ring of Honor World Champ. And if that match is right before Kenny and Cody, that might irk Cody a little bit. Just might. And if that does, I really want to see what they do with it. For me, I think that this whole civil war, though, is driven by the fact that it's falling apart. The club, the Bullet Club, is not fine. They're falling it apart. Is. No, the Bullet Club is far from fine. And I think that the whole thing that can be played up with this is that Cody was the outsider that came in and is now saying that Kenny, who is arguably the most true Bullet Club member out of the, the current out lineup, of all of them, yeah. That he's the reason why, but Kenny's like, well, no, like you came in here, and since you've been here, it's all been fucked up. So mm -hmm. like, it could be that kind of thing. I don't see Dalton Castle losing the ROH title. 
I don't know why he won it in the first place, but I don't see him losing it. So I don't see. They, I'm not gonna lie. They have a lot of faith in Dalton, and like he has really grown as a performer over the last few years. Absolutely, and with his boys, like, with his with the boys, and um, yeah, seeing him with the title, I think it's it's a good change. It's a good bit of change from Cody because like no hate to Cody Rhodes, love him as a worker, but it's nice to see a company like Ring of Honor put the title on someone like Dalton Castle. Someone that's really, really worked hard. Not to say that Cody hasn't worked hard. But Dalton's one of those guys, like, he's he was a who that turned into a whoa. <laughs> As the A on the end of who. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's all I had to do. Um, besides that, yeah, that's about it. Um, I keep I keep thinking. I have keep having to remind myself that uh, Flip Gordon is not part of the Bullet Club, even though he's... He's tagging along with He's the literally Bullet part of the Bullet Club, yeah. Well, here's a... So... Again, He's not officially part of BC. The only person that doesn't want him in there right now, from what I can He's tell, is Cody. Cody. Yeah. Cody's literally the only person that does not want Flip Gordon in Bullet Club. Meanwhile, Marty, I'm to- he's totally cool with Flip Gordon. The Bucks, the Bucks have been, like, trying to make sure that Flip is, like, actually welcomed properly. Because, like, when Flip Gordon made his debut in Ring of Honor and shit... And they were doing the being the elite episodes with him and they like, you know, pick on him and kick his ass and like harmless ribs and the where do you think you're going flip? Uh, I swear, Flip Gordon, if I ever meet you, I'm not doing that to you. But um, <laughs> if um, yeah, like they they've got a lot of support for Flip Gordon. And he's like and Flip's talented. He's good on the stick. He's got the charisma. He's got the look. He's got the talent like he could be a good fit in ball club as the true cruiserweight guy because they don't really have one of the or junior heavyweight guy you get the idea because they don't really have one of those anymore right 100 percent. everyone everyone almost everybody in bullet club is a heavyweight they don't have an actual junior heavyweight in bullet club yeah they all transitioned to heavyweight from junior heavyweight i thought too i thought a lot of people in bullet club were in the junior heavyweight division at first and now they all transitioned since i started following so as of recent marty is of like starting to do the transition into the heavyweight division the bucks have officially gone from junior to heavyweight so they're they're done cody was already a heavyweight hangman was already a heavyweight um kenny started out as a junior heavyweight but then when he took over bullet club after aj left that's when he announced that he was going heavyweight. So yeah, they're all going heavyweight, and they need they need a junior heavyweight to sort of like just even the balance out. Exactly, especially with all the factions. Like each faction has their own sort of like undeniable like weight class. Yeah, they ha- well they have an idea of who would contend for what titles. Exactly, right. Like, in Chaos, obviously Okada is Okada, and he is the greatest human being on the planet. And, of course, he's a heavyweight, because he's the fucking longest-reigning IWGP heavyweight champion in history. Um, so that's that. For the tag team, they have... They can do anything with the tag team, because Chaos has so many members. Um, they're super heavyweights. They have Goto and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, but to, to do, they're junior heavyweight. They have Will Ospreay. Yep. The current IWGP junior heavyweight champ. Right, Suzuki Gun. Their heavyweight is Minoru Suzuki. They have a bunch of junior heavyweights, but their sort of like go-to junior heavyweight right now is is Zack Saber Jr. But I think Zack's gonna go heavyweight. Yeah. And, and the go-to junior heavyweight will be um, probably Kamataichi or Desperado, but we'll see. Uh, do Chaos Suzuki Gun. Uh, what's left? L.I.J. 
Yeah, LIJ. Their de facto heavyweight is Naito. Their de facto junior heavyweight is Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi could move up to heavyweight if he wanted to, and that could leave Bushi becoming the new junior heavyweight of LIJ. Evil and Sonata stay as the tag guys. We're all good. Bullet Club is like, what the fuck is going on here? Everyone's a heavyweight, but you don't have anyone to like tangle with the young with the smaller guys. Yeah, that'll that so, can easily be flipped, and he can work with just about anybody. So exactly, yeah, that could easily yeah. be flipped. But with this whole civil war, it's like Kenny likes Flip. Cody does not like Flip. Flip likes the Bullet Club. Flip also likes Brandy, but that's something different. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like. Hey, if Flip Gordon ends up being in the Bullet Club, that'd be cool. But I kind of want to see how this whole thing turns out because I don't think it's going to end at Super Card of Honor. I really don't think so. I just, I part also of me, agree. I I wouldn't me, be surprised if it keeps going on after Super Card. It will. Part of me has reason. I don't know why. I got this feeling a couple days ago. This might go towards like the G one. Yeah, I can Ooh. see that. This could definitely go towards the G one. Yeah. Kenny versus Cody in the finals of the G1. Yeah, Kenny. Oh, God. Imagine Cody winning the G1. Stop. No. (sighs) Cody versus Okada. Let's do it. Round two. Um, But uh, yeah, like this will definitely go on for a while. And obviously, because they're on both New Japan and Ring of Honor, they'll definitely have, you know, a lot to go on with both shows. And a lot to deal with, especially in New Japan, because they really haven't brought up Tonga and Fale. And I really want to see what their whole bit is in this, because they just don't give a fuck. They're like, look, we're only going to follow like a true leader. And until someone actually has the ball to step up, we're like, fuck you guys. We're on our own. Um, And then who knows? This might go all the way to, you know, probably power struggle. At the end of November. Oh wow, that'd be New- such a great, great, Imagine, great, right? great, yeah. great, great concept. Because power oh, struggle, yeah. Kenny Cody power struggle, power struggle, or it could go to final battle at Ring of Honor. That too. You know who's not going to be a final battle? Probably Daniel Bryan. True. Because they were hoping for uh, Daniel Bryan versus Cody at final battle, but uh, guess well, not. Uh, I'm clear. Hello. I'm clear. I'm clear. And that brings us full circle. So that does bring us full yeah. circle. I think yeah. that, I think I think uh I think that's all we have to talk about for for indie news, right? Yeah, that's about it actually. Yeah, so we're oh, we're How's my boy? How's my boy doing? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger's doing good as usual. He's still jobbing. Good. <laughs> the only as, input Tim as, has. How's my boy Cheeseburger doing? All, oh, he's still jobbing. Good. How's Cheeseburger? Why I really I relate s- to Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger's one day gonna blow up, and I'm gonna. Love one day Cheeseburger is gonna like somehow end up in the main event of the Tokyo Dome. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that Cheeseburger in the main event of the Tokyo oh. Dome. You know what's funny? I'm about the same size as that dude. Are you really? God damn. What does that do? Like 165, 170? I think so. Yeah. About five nine. Yeah. That's... Yeah. God damn. Tim is. I'm a little. Bit, I'm a little lighter than that, but I, I am. I am pretty much his size. Tim is the cheeseburger of VWB. Tim is just cheeseburger. <laughs> no story. Um, yeah, no, dude. Honestly, like, there are a lot of guys in New Japan that like people think less of, but are doing well. Hi, Juice Robinson. What's up, man? I love I mean, you, is dude. he is he actually being like 
not looked at because it's according to you, it sounds like he's pretty hyped. I mean, he, he made it to the semifinal of the New Japan Cup, so he's doing quite he, well. For for the for the first little while when he like left WWE and came to New Japan, he wasn't being looked at too much. But then it's like, oh, people like Juice Robinson, and then you know he picked up a win over Kenny in the G1, uh, got a U.S. Heavyweight Title match against Kenny, lost, but still put on a good match, and then he fucking made the semifinals of New Japan Cup and. He, he, this motherfucker had a main event match against Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's pretty huge. Everything with him kind of sounds okay. Everything like, with him sounds fine. Juice is, Juice is, I wouldn't say fine. I'd say like outstanding. Good for you, Juice. I'm proud of you, dude. Um, Juice is fine. Juice is definitely fine. Uh, and probably like honestly, guys like Juice, guys like Zack Saber Jr. Like we'll definitely be seeing a lot more of them in the G1 this year, assuming they're both in. I really hope they are. But uh, that's not until July and August, so I'll have to wait for that. And uh, what I don't want to wait for is, actually, I can I can kind of wait for Mania, but whatever. That's another thing for another time. Wow. Indeed, it is. is it here. Indeed, it is. I so, think we're good to go. Uh, shout outs. Yeah. Anyone? Uh, hold on. Anyone else? Anything to say? Forever. Speak forever. Speak now. Forever. Hold your peace. Sling, mask, sling, mask, sling. No, I'm good. No, nah, we're good, Colin. I'm I'm good. Alrighty. Uh, oh wait, really... wait. What? Oh wait, no, never mind. I can save that for the. Uh, you. Oh wait, never mind. We're gonna shout it out and do our plugs and all that. Never mind. You're good. Okay. That was weird. I really don't have anything to. I really don't have anything to shout out because I can't think of anything off the top of my see, head. You so you just do the that. thing. Which thing? You know what thing? Which the ladies and gentlemen? Yes. All right. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, we here. FVWP would like to say thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Do we have any shout outs? Miles Kennedy and his new album. Oh, yeah. That's a good shout out, actually. Which I, which I go. didn't go listen to. True. I didn't go listen to that. But I would assume it's going to be good. Uh, yeah, I don't think we will really have many shout outs. So, oops. Shout out to Sea of oh. Thieves. I love you, but I also hate you because your servers are down. Fix them. Um, well, Tyler's complaining. Anyways, so, you know where to check us out. But if you don't, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, or we're on YouTube, rather. If you want to listen to us, you should be listening to us. I don't know how you'd <laughs> not know about us if you're not listening to us right now. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. Of course, we are on YouTube, Vacant Wrestling Podcast, and the four of us are on Twitter, VWP Tim, Tyler, Colin, and Yusuf. Owen has a VWP Owen Instagram, but follow that if you want. <laughs> you and five um, other people can go follow it. Yep. Just kidding. Uh, hey, you know, stay tuned. Tweet at us. You know, we like we like talking about wrestling. We like discussions and shit. Uh, we're planning on doing a debate special on Friday. Thank you. Stay tuned yeah. for that one. So stay tuned because it's gonna be holy shit. Be that's gonna get heated. That's oh, gonna get heated. Gonna be, that's gonna be exciting. Yeah. YouTube um, exclusive space. Oh, I also yeah. have a. I also have one thing to add, guys. Thank you so much for watching this show. We put a lot of a lot of effort into making these happen. Sometimes we don't have all the resources we need, but we really appreciate it. And if you like what you're hearing right now, and you liked what you heard for the past hour and a half, um, please go ahead. If you're on iTunes, please go ahead and leave us a rating. 
and a review. We'd love to hear some feedback and figure out what you guys would like us to do for the future to make this a better experience for you and I both. Uh, um, also, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and leave us a like, a uh, comment. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel. Share it with your friends. We'd love, we'd love, love, love more more people to share our thoughts with and to bounce ideas off of with you guys. Like Yusuf said, feel free to respond to us on Twitter or in these comments on YouTube or iTunes to let your voice be heard. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else is there? What else is there? Hey, if you're if we happen to be at a ninja show, uh, come say hi. We'll go say hi to you. We'll talk to you. You know, we'll hang out. I'll have a good old chat. We're, about planning, we're planning to go to Extreme Wrestling Alliance's uh, Rise Up on March yeah, 31st. 31st, yeah. Westwork, Rhode Island. Yep. Um, okay, so to end the show, Tyler, I need to ask you a really weird question. Oh. Okay. What episode of the show is this? This is episode 21. This is episode 21? Episode perfect, 21. So I can, perfect, so I can close with this. Ladies and gentlemen, unlike The Undertaker's streak, we are living after 21. Thank you. Have a good night. Yikes. Logic friends owned his wife. <laughs>